the Pod Fix Network. Oh, hey, Adam, what's up? Hey, Toph. I see you're uh, you're waving your hands at me. I am, and not just my fingers this time. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you waving your hands at me for a particular reason? I am because I'm about to throw these hands into a synchronized clap to start our podcast recording. Really? Well, the only way you can synchronize your hands is if you had another set of hands to synchronize with. One hundred, bro. One hundred. Well, guess what I happen to have? Maybe a cure to this ailment? I do. In the form of these hands. Ho! Let's do this. In three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast. You're home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Living the dream, Toph. Insert additional middle class fancy slang phrase here. Because <laughs> there's so many. There's so many possibilities you couldn't possibly choose. Yeah, I could have said like, hey man, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. That's boring. That's why I went with the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Okay, well, before we get started, I've got some advisories for the listeners. Are you ready for this? Uh, I always love advisories. I do as well. Okay, so our first one is is that next week, Adam, is our second staff meeting of the year. It's our March staff meeting. Which is going to be great. Yeah, so everyone's going to pile into the conference room and we're going to go over company business. And there's a bunch of it, so don't miss it. You know, we also need to make sure we tell Tiff, though, because uh, we, we want to give her enough time to prepare food. Of course, yeah. But you know what? Somehow... With little or no notice, she's still able to prepare an amazing spread of food for everyone. I know. And it's always so good. It's always so good. Yeah, it really is. Next. Okay. Well, with that, why don't we get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. I can't wait. Let's do it. Oh, a- actually, before we get started, Adam, did you know uh-huh. that, that March, the month of March, the very month that we're in right now, is uh, Breast Implant Awareness Month? No, but I think we celebrate that every month, don't we? Well, I, for sure. But but for people that didn't know, for, oh, for, the, gen- for okay. the general populace, this is the particular month where we want you to be the most aware of breast implants. Well, I think that's really important for health reasons. You know, we want people to be safe and healthy and, you know, it's very good to be aware of it. Yeah. So so be aware of breast implants in the, for the month of March. As much as possible. Yep. Okay. Well, I will kick things off because today is the second Sunday in March, which means, Adam, it's Daylight Savings Time. Okay, this is great, and it should just stay like this forever. Yes. Let's get rid of it. Come on. Well, listen, we've got a presidential election coming up at the end of this year. I think I'm going to enter the race, uh, albeit late, but I think I'm going to enter the the race. I'm making my official announcement right now, and I'm only going to have a single... I'm going to run on a single issue, and that's going to be... Uh, permanent daylight savings time. I think you'd win because as we know, most of the United States are one issue voters anyway. So it's perfect. Yeah. And that's my one issue. And I think I'm going to, I don't even know what party I'm going to run with, but uh, I I think I'm going to win. I'm going to vote for you because that's an issue that's important to me. 
So, so let's just declare, let's just declare me the next president of the United States. And also announcing now that daylight savings time is permanent. Well, uh, then this is a great time for me to announce that as your running mate, because I am officially announcing my candidacy as your running mate. Obviously, I will support that. Thank so, you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Tofen Lord, twenty twenty four. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're running this year. We're running in 2020. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was already campaigning for our re-election. Oh, right, right, right. Well, we don't need to because we'll be riding off the wave of permanent daylight savings. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, so we're, we're in. All right, cool, man. I can't wait to get into the White House. Yeah, for sure. But, well, and, and, and to prepare, tomorrow is National Napping Day. Mm. So we should take advantage of that as we ramp up efforts for the 2020 and 2024 elections. Yeah, I think you ramp up by ramping down. <laughs> that's right uppers and downers man that's how i live my life uppers and downers <laughs> coffee and alcohol that's what i do that's right a careful <laughs> cocktail of both <laughs> yeah and a, and, a, and a careful mixture uh it, it which changes throughout the days that's right okay well when we get up from our nap we're gonna, on tuesday we're going to celebrate national pack your lunch day i like to celebrate national eat your lunch day more than pack it but yeah i guess <laughs> you have to pack it in order to eat it yeah exactly yeah uh, on Wednesday is National Worship of Tools Day, mm. and this is the three three parts. Number one, actual tools. Number two, d-ks. and number three, um, the band Tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. I'm on board with that. Sweet. Well, on Thursday is National Plant a Flower Day. Now, no, no. Hang on. Don't comment. I want to stipulate. You better plant this flower in the ground and not on the ledge. <laughs> right that's really important really important it's got to be in the ground yes if, if you find yourself planting a flower on national plant a flower day on the ledge i would like to cordially invite you to never listen to the show again <laughs> yeah well you know i I'll, I'll be sure to plant it to the ground as well my entire family in the ground if you're going to plant mm-hmm. a flower on national plant a flower day it better be in into the earth <laughs> right into terra firma 100 <laughs> percent. yes exactly <laughs> all right so on friday that brings us to national earmuff day and uh boy do i know that i need to make my kids wear earmuffs so there that would be celebrated <laughs> god that is the truth i'm glad you're aware of that okay well i'm sure everyone's going to choose to wrap up this fabulous week of celebrations by celebrating on saturday National Pie Day, P.I., because it's March 14th, 314. It's a good day, buddy. It's a good day. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm as well. Next. Okay, Adam, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Well, you know how I feel about history. So Yeah, you love history. I do. Mm-hmm. But in this case, Adam, I'm going to kick off history because this week in 1781... Oh, man, here's some fantastic news, because mm-hmm. William Herschel discovers your Uranus, Adam. Oh, that's good. It's a very important discovery. Yeah. Do you do you remember William Herschel discovering Uranus? No, I wasn't alive, but um, it's very important. I don't, I don't see how that's possible, because the note right here in front of me says, William Herschel discovers Uranus, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very important day. Yep. Very important day for everyone. Well, sure, because now we're aware of Uranus, Adam. It's scientific, man. Scientific AF. Oh, and, and thank you to Casey Jones, by the way, because he's he's our staff reporter regarding Uranus. That's that's a very fair point. Thank you, sir. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Clearly. 
Well, moving on from that glorious discovery, in 1950, the VW bus, icon of the counterculture movement, goes into production. That bus was awesome, dude. Like, really cool. Yeah, I agree. Super cool. Yeah. And I don't know if this is coincidence. You know, I'm not sure that, you know, correlation equals causation. But in 1950, the FBI debuts the 10 most wanted list. It's a great list. It is a great list. It's a, it's a greatest hits list. It's, I mean, it's a solid list. It's the list mm-hmm. of lists, kind of. It, it is, yeah. It's a yeah. who's who of terrorism. Yeah, it really is. Okay, well, fast forward a little more than two decades, because this week in 1971, Muhammad Ali battles Joe Frazier for the heavyweight championship in what was called the fight of the century. Boy, was it. Yeah, that was a big one. Legends, Tove. Legends. And then uh, fast forward, oh, I don't know, say 15, 16 years or so. In 1988, trash television is born because reality show Cops, the TV reality show Cops, makes its TV debut on Fox. You know, I remember watching that as a kid and just being completely fascinated. And then now I hate that show so much. <laughs> really? You hate it? Yeah. And I don't really know why, honestly. Huh. I don't I don't know why. I just, I, I strongly dislike that show. That's interesting. I, I haven't mm-hmm. watched it probably since 1988, but I remember loving it. Yeah, I know as a kid, uh, we watched it religiously because mm-hmm. that was at the time before the TV turned off for the night. <laughs> um, uh, you know, well, keeping up with cops and, and, you know, things like that that should have been caught on cops. In 1997, Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., was killed in Los Angeles. And that was a huge tragedy. I remember going to, you know, going to school the next day, finding out that happened. And it was just like my mind was blown. That was, it was terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, here's something a little brighter. The same year, Adam. I've got two notes, actually, from the same year. This week in 1997, the WB Network debuts its first hit show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know what? I never got into that show. I've always wondered if I should go back and watch it. I don't know if if you went back and watched it, if you'd still like it, but I definitely liked it at the time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And like I said, also in 1997, this week, Sir Paul McCartney is knighted. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good dude. Good do that, Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. He's a gifted musician. <laughs> so anyway, in 2014, the Malaysia Airlines flight vanishes with more than 200 people aboard. And these are always fascinating to me. Vanishing without a trace stories are super fascinating. So um, this is a good one for that. Yeah, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall bummer. Mm-hmm. Next! Adam, I think it's the perfect time to... Look at the news. Play the news jingle, Toph. Do it now. All right, Adam, this story was brought to us by Elimination Paul. Oh, good. Which is different from a standard Paul, of course. Oh, much different. Boy, you know nothing <laughs> about Pauls if uh, if you think that they're anywhere similar. That's correct. Okay, well, Adam, an elderly Florida man with a bizarre, and I've never come across this, so I'm just going to say this phrase carefully, a bizarre castration obsession. Hmm. Okay. Was uh, busted by the police for allegedly, boy, I'm really going to struggle getting through this, honestly. Uh, performing a botched at-home surgery on another man whom he met through a site on the dark web for tho- for those with eunuch fetishes. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
You know, it's maybe a little too late, but we should have played one of our old favorite games, um, Count the Red Flags. Right. Yeah, I love that game. So let me just go through this again, and you can you can um, you can just count the red flags. Here we go. So Florida Man clearly won. One. Right. Uh, uh, bizarre castration obsession definitely two. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, busted by the cops three. Yeah. Three. Uh, allegedly, I think anytime that word shows up, that's definitely a flag. Four. Performing a botched. Five. Yep. Uh, at home surgery. <laughs> Six. <laughs> On a man whom we went through met through the dark web. Seven. Definitely seven. And then, you know, listen, hey, nothing against Unix, but um, a, a website for those with Unix fetishes, I just feel like that might be a, a red flag as well. Yep. That's eight in one sentence. That's eight just in the opening paragraph of the story. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't stop down the whole thing by counting more flags because there's going to be so many. So let me just go right through it. The police show up to 74-year-old Gary... I don't know how to pronounce his name. Gary's house <laughs> in, in Sebring just before midnight Sunday after a 911 hang-up. And when he answered the door, he told the deputy that he had just performed a castration on a man. Nearby, there was a pink container which, which held two body parts. And then... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and a, ro- a room in his house was set up it says set up like a surgical center with medical equipment and painkillers and a camera was also set up to record the procedure well yeah was a good fetish without a good camera adam you might be wondering well what happened to the patient yes i definitely am wondering that well let me help you out with that the cut up man <laughs> he's referred to as the cut up man <laughs> the cut up man jeez <laughs> well <laughs> wow well, he was um, not surprisingly rushed to an area hospital and later flown. God, if you're rushed to a hospital and then flown somewhere, that's not good. That would be underlined in the word botched. To a regional medical center where he was listed in stable condition. Oh, that's good news. Yeah. The surgeon, quote unquote, admitted to deputies that he had met the man on a website called com. I have not looked for that website, by the way. No, no. And that he had told the man that he had castrated animals and even removed one of his own testicles in 2012. Wow. Wow. At home. What an idiot. He also admitted that he had performed a similar castration procedure on a man in a local motel several several years earlier. And (laughs) this is my favorite quote from the whole article. It turned out pretty much like this one. (laughs) I was going to say, yes, probably a repeat because it's very different. (laughs) What the hell, man? (laughs) I'll give him at least a little bit of credit. At least he upgraded from a hotel room, probably a motel room, right? Yeah, motel room. With a blinking sign because it's not working properly. Right. To to a surgical center in his own home. I I mean, I want to give him at least a little recognition for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as much as one can give that guy. Yeah, I agree. Well, police arrested Gary on Monday and charged him with... Oh, I like I like these charges. I always like when we get to the charges. Right. With practicing medicine without a license, resulting in bodily injury. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, by the way, is a second-degree felony. Yeah, yeah. You're in jail, bro. Big time. Yeah. Uh, his bond was set... I don't think this is high enough. His bond was set at $250,000. <laughs> so basically, he can just walk out of there. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's a surgeon. He's got plenty of dough, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got a, a track record of good surgery. Can I just ask one question before we move on? Of course. Do you think when Gary's parents 
brought him home as an infant, a newborn, and were holding their son in a swaddling blanket, just looking at him. Do you think they they fast-forwarded and thought that the day would arrive when he would be arrested for performing a castration on another man in his own home? No. But you know what comes to mind is birds of a feather. I feel like that, you know, that that was probably an environment that kind of like fostered the idea to, you know, perform non-licensed surgery. <laughs> you think he was raised in a home that, that encouraged the performance of non-licensed surgeries? Yeah. Yep. His environment provo- provoked this type of, uh, you know, behavior. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adam, I'm afraid we don't have time to get to any more stories today. Man, come on. We got to do some quick hits or something for Keith. Yeah, I agree. However, I do have a small piece of good news, Adam. We actually have two headlines I'd like to share before we move on. Sweet. Can't wait to get to them one day. Yeah. Well, the first one is from our good friend, Carrie Dykes. And she brings us this headline. I think I want to characterize this as a warning. It's a warning. Mm. Mm, Okay. People are now eating glitter pills to make their poop sparkle. Okay. Cautionary tale. Yep. Yeah. So I, I just want to, that's more of a, hey, look, look out for this. Yeah. No. Damn it, people. Seriously. And then I have this other one. Okay. Which I'm sorry, we're not going to have time to get to, but I know. it is chemist and father of four accused of cannibalizing his grinder date. Oh man. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith, for bringing that to us. Yeah, man. Good call. Good looking out. And my apologies to our listeners. Um, we will make every possible effort to get to these in a future episode. No effort attempt will be spared. No, none whatsoever. Okay, well, Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional sponsors? We need to. And when we return, we'll uh, wrap up today's show. And before that, birthdays. Right after this. This week's episode is sponsored by the International Horseface Club of the Faroe Islands. Ha! Now, we know what you're thinking. What the heck is a horseface club? Is it for people with horse faces? Who own horse faces? Or is it a club exclusively for horses? I don't know. Well, we're here to tell you that it's exactly that, and so much more. The International Horseface Club is an exclusive organization for only the most elite horse-faced beings, many of which are actual horses. They also produce the finest argyle socks and clipboards for many well-known business institutions and sponsor many worthy enterprises, such as award-winning podcasts and MacGuffin-type industries. (laughs) The International Horseface Club truly is a wonderful place that has nothing to do with the Illuminati at all. Just a bunch of horse-related individuals playing golf, sipping champagne, writing sonnets, burning horse masks, and granting favors for the small fee of one Shetland pony. (laughs) The International Horseface Club. A pony for your thoughts? Dude, that's awesome. Hey, Adam, have you ever wanted to join the Horseface Club? I've kind of voted in, usually. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Are you saying you're already a member of the Horseface Club? Yep. Yep. It's my birthright. 
Is it even okay for you to say that out loud on the show? I think so. Wow. I think so. Because they, they mentioned it has nothing to do with the Illuminati, but it sounds like it has a lot to do with the Illuminati. Well, I'm not going to, you know, uh, uh, cursory comments, buddy. Okay. Cursory comments, yeah. I just feel like I just learned something about you, kind of earth shattering that I didn't know before. I think we should move on to the next segment. Uh, okay. All right. Well, um, for more information or no information about the Horseface Club, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Do it. Or else. Uh, let's just move on. Yeah. All right, Adam, uh, that was uh, awkward and uncomfortable, so we're just going to move on to birthdays. Sounds like the usual show, then. Do it. All right, I will kick things off. Today, you are welcome to celebrate the birthdays of Freddie Prince Jr., who turns 44, and James Vanderbeek, who turns 43. Of Dawson's crack. Um, all right. So tomorrow, we have chess grandmaster Bobby Fischer. He turns 65. Brian the Boz Bosworth turns 55. And Dennis Rader, a.k.a. the BTK Killer, turns 75. Which oh, is, happy birthday to the BTK yeah, Killer. Celebrity. But, you know. Um, and, and on Tuesday is really kind of an earth-shattering day. Chuck Norris turns 80. Chuck Norris. Turns 80. Now, yeah. Which, and he can still kill you, of course. So um, John John Ham would have turned forty nine today, but obviously Chuck shares his birthday with, with no one. So <laughs> sorry, um, John Ham. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bud. Um, so and since there's no one else to celebrate with, we move on to Wednesday. Who uh, we have Johnny Knoxville who turns forty nine, and Lisa Loeb who turns fifty two. Thursday birthdays. Liza Minnelli turned seventy four. I did not think that she was still alive. To be totally honest with you, she was awesome in Arrested Development. Yep, and by the way, um, by that I mean happy birthday, Liza. <laughs> and then James Taylor, legendary James Taylor, turned 72. I did know he was alive, and he looks very hearty, so I'm sure nothing's wrong with James Taylor. Uh, and then on Friday is the 70th birthday, the 70th of William H. Macy, and he's going to be celebrating that alone because his wife is in prison. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I yeah. hate it when that happens, you know? Uh, well, on Saturday, the 14th, we have Steph Curry, who turns 32. Uh, you know, his father was Del Curry when I was a Charlotte Hornets fan. Billy Crystal, the great Billy Crystal, turns 72. So a 40-year difference there. And uh, some of my favorites here, Michael Caine and Quincy Jones. They both turn 87, which is insane. I never knew that both they were the same age and they shared the same exact same birthday. Yeah, no, not even a little bit. Super cool. Mm-hmm. All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I swear, I love that clip more every time I hear it. I do as well. All right, well, we have just one born on this day, uh, now dead, and he is a legend. That is Albert Einstein. Yes, queen. Einstein died in 1955 at the age of 76. Today, he would have turned 141. He's always a guy that I forgot was basically contemporary. Yes, right? It's I so agree. weird. Yeah. Next. All right, Adam, real quickly, how about an update on the Ed Asner death clock? Yes, we need to know, dude. How are we doing? Okay, so as far as I know, uh, Ed yep. Asner is still alive, and there are 255 days until I'm no longer personally responsible for his death. 
and would have to face the unending guilt throughout your tenure in your mortal coil that you are responsible for his death. Yeah, and, and of course, the wrath of of uh, Tiff, which I do not want to face. <laughs> Dude, yeah, <laughs> me neither. Hell no. She is going <laughs> to come down on me with a fury if, uh, if Ed Asner dies before this clock uh, hits zero. Yeah, that's correct. Death clock. Next. Okay, moving on. Adam... Every week, we seem to do another one of your favorite segments, and this is no exception. Yay! Adam, may I treat you to this week's least competent criminal? Yeah, you're right. This is one of my favorite segments. This story takes place in Boynton Beach. Do you know where that is? I do. Okay, well, Boynton Beach police said Wednesday that officers arriving for a morning shift at a department substation last week found a broken window... And the remnants of a hastily eaten chicken dinner scattered in the kitchen. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Luckily, the detectives did not have to lift fingerprints or get DNA from the discarded meal to identify the burglary suspect because 29-year-old Yolanda Perkins left behind her wallet, which contained her two identification cards. Oops, man. She even provided two forms of ID. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So congratulations, Yolanda. You are this week's least competent criminal. And Adam, why don't you do the honors? Thank you, buddy. If uh, if I may, I would like to promote her to Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. Congratulations, Yolanda. You deserve both <laughs> recognitions. Absolutely. Better than earning a Darwin Award, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Next. All right, Adam. Well, I think this is... Um, I, I don't I don't have any further ado. Come on, man. You know I'm asking for more ado. And you I know. always keep saying no. I know, I apologize. But why would you want to add anything to to the high that we're now at by uh, by awarding Yolanda Perkins the Gravity Beard Listener of the Week? You make a compelling argument. I can't lie. Well, let me just finish up with some brief credits, if I may. Mm-hmm. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. That's where we have serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. You can call us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoy the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. You can now listen to our show on Radio Haver. See all the details in the show notes. The music on the show is by a silent partner. You can find them on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. And if I haver, yeah, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who's havering to you. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time, folks. Later. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Pod Fix Network.